What's up, people? Hope you're doing alright. Hope you're getting through uh, these perilous times that we live in. Um, not gonna lie. I do not exactly know how I feel about all this. Um, one thing I've come to realize is that um, everyone who is following the mainstream um, interpretation of the coronavirus, um, everyone who's following that 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 uh, thread, um, they all seem very fearful. Um, very uh, uneducated about the situation um, because I mean the reality of it is is that you're getting very uh, in the mainstream you're getting very brief accounts of what is the coronavirus and how does it form how does it affect the person and all that stuff you know you're, you're getting quick little snippets but when you begin to listen to people with alternative minds um, about the situation, um, thankfully, uh, that can relieve some of your, your 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 distress. You know, I think it's important for people who are um, alternative-minded people to not fall into. Uh, to not fall into the the mainstream trap, the mainstream interpretation of uh, what's going on here. Um, many of us uh, we're we're skeptical of, of what the news puts out um, for good reason. But when it came to coronavirus, I saw how, um, you know, most people uh, who, who are of alternative minds got swept up in the fear uh, of the moment and the, the, the panic and the chaos of um, pretty much something that's being kind of marketed as like something that's bringing about the end of the world or something um, anybody who's been to any stores or uh, been in any public spaces you can visibly see the effect that this has had on the people in general you know uh, people are afraid to touch people, people afraid to breathe near people, or have somebody breathe near them, you know, these are real world uh, ramifications, and, you know, there's, there's so many people now, you know, quarantined, or um, living in a place where you're supposed to just, uh, you know, pretty much stay in your house, uh, unless uh, you're going to 
go take a walk somewhere and then you better not be within six feet of somebody else or something like that. <clears throat> um, it's going to take time for us all to heal from this. Socially, psychologically, uh, we're all going to have to reconnect. And uh, I kind of think that that's one of the silver linings of, of all of this, is that um, when your community is restricted, I think you begin to understand the value of community and the value of the people who you love and um, have as your friends. You know, it's one thing to have a, you know, you know, your friend's number in your phone and maybe you don't talk to them as much as you'd like, but uh, it's another thing to be in a situation where you're being told pretty much that you shouldn't go be in their presence. Um, to me, that made me realize that um, I need to make more time to put um, these people who I care about in my presence more. Um, you know, another thing I was thinking about is uh, another silver lining of all of this is that, you know, now I think... I think we've come to a moment where people who kind of like sort of have their blinders off, we're, we're seeing what the media can do um, in almost in its totality. Um, uh, we, we see that it can um, distort things to make things look like um, they're far worse than they are. Um, I mean, and anybody who takes any look at, you know, the numbers of people who've died from COVID-19, I guess you, we should get away from just calling it coronavirus, like a, like a sweeping term. But <clears throat> we can call it the vid, you know. <laughs> but uh, I think we see, you know, we've seen things in the past that, deadly uh, um, viruses and things of that nature. We've seen that. Um, but we've never had the reaction from the media the way that this has blown up. Um, we've never seen that. So I think it, 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 if you can try to be mindful of the fact that your fear is an asset to some people and definitely people in the media. They don't get paid to tell you happy stories or to give you something that would bring more peace to you. They, they know that <clears throat> if they supply the right amount of fear, <clears throat> you'll come back for more. You'll come back for more fear. 
very simple. You know, it's not like this is a new thing, but I do see it um, as being kind of like uh, the evolution um, of this type of um, media. You know, so there are things that you can do to protect yourselves from uh, acquiring this this virus. You know, we. We have to really make a concerted effort to um, to make our bodies um, the kinds of places we'd like them to be. To uh, to work on uh, having a stronger immune system. Uh, you know that. You know, really, I think what a lot of people are learning is that. Um, we're far less healthy than we thought we were collectively as a people on this planet that we live in a toxic environment and I truthfully believe that our environment and the, the, the toxicity and the dirtiness and the grime of it all like um I really do believe that that's what's at the bottom of all of this. Some people might think that that's just a stupid conspiracy theory. They they think that there's this virus hunting people down or something like that. I think all of this, you know, can really be um, grounded in the idea that there are ramifications for living in such filth as we live in. Um, we see it, you know, when you look at China, you know, deplorable sometimes. It's just a deplorable situation when it comes to um, healthcare and, uh, you know, the, the overall environment that these people have been living in. But, we don't have to look all the way to China to see uh, a toxic environment. We know we live in it. We just kind of turn a blind eye to it because, I mean, it's a disturbing thought to think that you're living in a, in a literal just cesspool of uh, just filth. You know? Nobody wants to think about that. So, like I said, do what you can to um, combat this. It's certainly not a death sentence if you get the vid. You know, it's not like you're absolutely going to die. Most people who <laughs> most people who are listening to me right now are not at the age where they have to be extremely. Uh, worried about um, uh, catching it and dying or anything um, uh, but yeah it'll be interesting to see how this plays out but I have belief in people I have belief in the resilience of the human body and its ability to overcome its obstacles and I believe that about my own body, and I believe that about everyone else. Um, 
if you don't believe that, that might be, um, you know, that might be something that uh, you might really need to take a look at and fi find your belief in yourself and in humanity, you know. Um, on a completely different note, um, I wanted to take some time to announce that I'm I'm going to uh, step away from doing these fast breaks with Will for a little while um, because there's something else that I want to put in its place. Um, recently, you know, I was watching, uh, I guess, something that you could, you know, it's my favorite movie, one of my favorite movies, a uh, movie called Waking Life, you know, by uh, Dude Richard Linklater. You know, he made things like Dazed and Confused. Boyhood. Um, he is uh, uh, the conversations in his uh, movies are to me some of the best uh, conversations I, I've ever heard in a movie. You know, the, you know, as people having deep existential talks what I would call uh, the deep stoner talk you know that's what I'm all for you know I, if most conversations I get into I don't even really want to talk unless we go there unless we we dive deep you know I don't want to I don't like the shallowness of most people's communication and his movies have always framed the kinds of conversations that I enjoy having um and it, with Waking Life in particular, um, you know, it's just a series of uh, kind of snippets of great conversations um, that I would have loved to have been a part of. Um, but I'm going to take some time to um, really get into um, some of the concepts that... Um, some of these conversations in the movie uh, had, um, you know, I'll uh, I'll probably uh, you know do this for a good time um, into the future because uh, as I watched it, there were just so many different concepts that I thought should be elaborated on and talked about um, because. While this movie was made some years ago, when you ask those kinds of existential questions and you have those kinds of talks, you talk. It's almost like a timeless talk. It's you know uh, there are uh, um, certain ideas that um, have not been answered, um, or certain questions that haven't been answered yet. And uh, I love to talk about them um, to celebrate, uh, the, you know, the greatness of that movie. You know, uh, I really enjoy it. If you haven't seen it, uh, I suggest you check it out. Um, it's it's certainly for the person who uh, has a, a a hunger for knowledge. very interesting. I love the movie. 
So, yeah, I'm not going to be long-winded about this, but be on the lookout for those uh, little mini-episodes uh, coming pretty soon. You know, I, I got it pretty much fleshed out. Um, and, uh, yeah, that'll be coming to you soon. Uh, you know, me and Rob... waiting on some of this uh, coronavirus panic to die down uh, so that we can have another uh, you know have another full podcast episode Uh, we were supposed to have Michael Wan on a little bit ago but that kind of fell through due to the situation but I certainly can't wait to talk to him again I know he has a lot to say about these times and uh, yeah I mean like I said we'll be back soon and uh, stay safe stay resilient and uh, be cool I'll talk to you guys in not too long peace